David Foster Wallace, the late novelist and essayist, wrote in one of his essays called This is Water about, among other things, worship. So he talks about worship. Now, a lot of this essay is about the purpose of higher education, but he observes how one thing that education prepares us for is the fact that we really all do worship something. So here's a quote from this essay. He says, here's something else that's weird but true. In the day-to-day trenches of adult life, there's actually no such thing as atheism. There's no such thing as not worshiping. Everybody worships. The only choice we get is what to worship. So if it's true that we all worship something, it's important to know what worship is. Our readings at Mass today help us to understand worship a little bit. So St. Paul in the second reading, he writes of spiritual worship. And he writes how it has something to do with offering our bodies as a living sacrifice. So I want to talk about these two parts of St. Paul and his writing today. Spiritual worship and offering our bodies as a living sacrifice. And then I'll talk about the gospel as well. So spiritual here is a translation of the Greek root word logos. Spiritual is an okay English translation. But the Greek word logos is an incredibly rich concept that has more connotations than just our sense of the word spiritual. For the ancient Greeks, logos referred to reason, rationality, order, word, even the capacity for communication, for speech. They saw the world as imbued with logos, with reason, which revealed a reasonable and ordered creator of some kind. And the early Christians affirmed this Greek insight. Yes, God is ordered and has created an ordered world. But not only that, God became one of us to reveal himself to us. As Benedict XVI has often written, in Christ, the logos becomes dialogos. And we see this, especially in the prologue to the Gospel of John, where we read that in the beginning was the word, the logos, And the word, the logos, became flesh and dwelt among us. So then our worship, our spiritual worship, is ordered worship. It's intelligible. It involves communication, especially communication with God, with the logos, through Jesus Christ, who revealed himself to us so that we can reach and communicate with God. It also involves offering our bodies as a living sacrifice. Now, this is important because we see that our worship involves communication, but it's also very tangible and practical. We worship with our bodies when we offer our bodies as a living sacrifice. Christ, of course, is the one who went before us and did this, who sacrificed himself. He sacrificed his body for us, for our salvation, and now lives forever to intercede for us and give his grace to us. And we follow Christ This brings us especially to our gospel. Christ refers to the cross and following him. So what does he say? He says, whoever wishes to come after me must deny himself, take up his cross and follow me. For whoever wishes to save his life will lose it. But whoever loses his life for my sake will find it. So Christ is referring here to what we call the Paschal mystery, that he must suffer die, and rise for our salvation. This paschal mystery is the font, the source of our true worship as Christians. It's when Christ instituted the Eucharist at the Last Supper, 
when he said, this is my body, this is my blood, poured out for you, do this in memory of me. And then he gave himself for us in his passion and his death on the cross. Now, this is how we worship as Christians. We come to Mass, and at Mass, we see an altar, we see a holy victim, the bread that is offered, the wine that is offered, that becomes the body and blood of Christ. We receive this gift. We receive Christ in the Eucharist. And then we go out, and we give ourselves as a living sacrifice. Christ enters us, he sanctifies us, and he makes of us a living sacrifice. This is spiritual worship as we offer our bodies as a spiritual sacrifice. We communicate with God and then communicate that love to others in the world. And you know, we must give of ourselves if we want to find ourselves. As Christ says in the gospel, we need to pour ourselves out We need to find the way that God opens up for us so that we can really give of ourselves. We can take up our cross, follow him, and be his disciple. Man can't find himself if he doesn't really give himself. For as David Foster Wallace wrote, we all worship something. We pour our lives out into something. So if we don't pour our lives out as a living sacrifice for God and for our neighbor, fed by the Eucharist, then we're going to pour it out into something else, something lesser, whether that's money or fashion or sex or our own career, whatever. But when we give of ourselves in true Christian worship, we find ourselves, we find our life. For whoever wishes to save his life will lose it, but whoever loses his life for my sake will find it.